Beloved brothers and sisters, I greet you with the peace of our Lord Jesus. What a joy to be with you today. In James chapter 1 verse 17, we're told that every good and perfect gift comes from above, from our Heavenly Father. Do you know that God wants to give you good gifts today? All He wants you to do is draw near to Him and reach out with your hands to receive from Him. It is my prayer, the prayer of the Biblical Seminary of the Philippines, our faculty, our staff, our students, that you will receive God's blessings today. May God fill us with His love, His joy, and the peace as we draw near Him today. Would you turn your Bibles with me to Leviticus chapter 10? And as you're turning to that passage, would you join me as we ask the Lord's blessing? Lord, let the words of my mouth, let the meditation of our hearts, may it be pleasing, may it be acceptable, O God, to you. Will you speak now, Lord, to your people? For we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Two weeks ago, on March 1, during his weekly televised address, President Rodrigo Duterte dismissed Philippine Ambassador to Brazil, Marichu Mauro, from civil service. The ambassador was found to have abused her household helper. CCTV footage showed this high-ranking diplomat striking her 51-year-old helper, grabbing her by the hair, by the ear, at least on four separate times. Now, Mauro is disqualified from holding any public office. She can never serve in the government. And also, she forfeits all of her retirement benefits. President Duterte went on to say these words. He said, there are rules to be followed. If you disobey, you take the risk. If something goes wrong, it's going to hit you. There are consequences 
when we disobey. We must learn well to obey. As we continue our study from the book of Leviticus, we come to this important truth. From chapters 1 all the way to chapter 9, God laid out how Israel was to maintain a life of holiness. But tragedy happened in chapter 10. The sons of Aaron, serving as priests, spiritual leaders of God's people, they disobeyed God. For this, they were both struck dead. This morning, let us learn three life-saving lessons on when God says to us, don't. Would you look with us, chapter 10, verses 1 to 3. It reads, Now Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, each took his censer and put fire in it and laid incense on it and offered unauthorized fire before the Lord, which he did not command them. When fire came out from the, before the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Verse 3, Then Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord has said. Among those who are near me, I will be sanctified, and before all the people, I will be glorified. And Aaron held his peace. <laughs> Here's the first lesson. When God says to us, don't, He is reminding us that He is God. Leviticus chapter 10 marks the first official day that Israel was to practice all that God commanded them from Leviticus 1 all the way to chapter 9. But Nadab and Abihu, sons of Aaron, the high priest, disobeyed. Their offense is described in verse 1 as offering unauthorized fire. In Hebrew, the word unauthorized 
is the word for strange. It's a fire that is foreign, that is different, that is unauthorized, unacceptable to God. In what way is it strange? Well, for one thing, to burn the incense, the priest is commanded to use fire taken from the brazen altar. Nadab and Abihu did not get it from the altar. For that reason, it was rejected by God. But there's more. Exodus 30 tells us that the burning of incense was the job of their father, the high priest. And in addition, Leviticus 16 goes on to say that this was to be done only on the Day of Atonement, on that particular day when only the high priest was permitted to take incense into the Holy of Holies. So they used a wrong fire. They were the wrong people for the job. And they did it on the wrong day. So everything is wrong in what they have done. Now the question is why? Now we're not told exactly, but it seems clear that Nadab and Abihu were not seeking to glorify God. It was a willful act of their pride. Bible teacher Warren Worsby rightly suggests these. Their desire wasn't to sanctify and glorify God but to promote themselves and be important. Leviticus 10.3, God himself said that that was the problem. God said to Aaron, I, I will be sanctified I will be glorified. In other words, he wasn't glorified, he wasn't sanctified earlier. At the heart of all the commands in Leviticus, whether it is about the diet, about dressing, about sacrifice and worship, is the principle that there is only but one God. And that all authority comes from Him 
and for him. It's all about God. That is the essence of holiness. God's people must learn that they themselves could not define nor determine for themselves that which is right or wrong, clean or unclean. God's people must learn that acceptable worship could not be based on whatever seemed good to us. Holiness is not subject to popular vote. It's not about individual preference. Rather, it's absolutely based on God and God alone. But this is so difficult, isn't it, especially today? Today, it's all about what we want. It's about what feels right for us. It's about what's convenient for us. But the Bible is clear. We obey because God says so. For He is God. There's a story how noted pastor and author Ray Stedman once traveled to England to speak at a conference. The service began with singing and praise. One of the songs was, uh, is, is a chorus that we're familiar with. The, the chorus, Our God Reigns. As Ray Stedman glanced down on the song sheet, he began to smile. And later, he began to laugh. You see, written on the song sheet was a misprint of the title of the song. For on the title, it writes, Our God resigns. One letter difference. Our God reigns to become our God resigns. Are you here to worship a God who reigns? Or a God who resigned. It makes a whole lot of difference, isn't it? It's a serious thing to follow a holy God. Hebrews 12, 28, 29 tells us that we must offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming fire. 
用虔诚甲敬畏的心底下侍奉上帝，因为咱的上帝乃是的天。So when God says don't, when He says don't do it, He's reminding us that He is God. 所以当上帝甲咱讲唔通唔通安尼做，唔通去做，伊伫咧提醒咱，伊就是上帝。There's a second lesson. 阿哥第二个讲课。When God says don't, He's protecting us. From harm. When God is saying, "Don't do it," He is looking out for our best. Would you look at verses four to seven? It began by saying, "And Moses called Mishael and Elzaphan, the sons of Uzael, the uncle of Aaron." And said to them, "Come near, carry your brothers away from the front of the sanctuary and out of the camp." So they came near and carried them in their coats out of the camp, as Moses had said. And Moses said to Aaron and to Eleazar and Ithamar his sons, "Do not let the hair of your heads hang loose. Do not tear your clothes, lest you die." And wrath comes upon the congregation, but let your brothers, the whole house of Israel, bewail the burning that had the Lord that the Lord has kindled. Verse seven, and do not go outside the entrance of the tent of meeting, lest you die, for the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you. And they did according to the word of Moses. Moses, tell the Aaron and Aziz, be. 哦哦哦，叔会惊，比沙利以利杀还来，对因讲啊，上前来将恁的亲属对圣所前更高迎我，对安尼两人啊上前来将因穿着衫更高迎我，是照摩西所吩咐的。摩西对阿伦甲伊的囝以利阿杀以他妈讲，唔通风头散发。也唔通贴你衫，免得恁死亡，阁免得耶和华恩惠降罚我。只要恁的兄弟以色列全家为耶和华所发的血哀哭，因也唔通出会幕的门，惊了恁死亡，因为耶和华的高油在恁的心中，因就照摩西的话行了。After Nadab and Abihu had died. Moses commanded their uncles, Mishael and Elzaphan, to remove the bodies to take them outside the camp. When Nadab and Abihu died, Moses commanded his uncles, Mishael and Elzaphan, Afterwards, Moses gave an interesting instruction to Aaron as well as to Eliezer and Ithamar, his remaining sons. Then Moses took Aaron and his remaining sons, Eliezer and Ithamar, they are not to mourn the death of their loved ones. Instead, they are expected to continue uninterrupted in their task. As priests. Now it would have been expected, and it would have been understood that, as it was then and now, for the grieving family to conduct a funeral after a death. 
其实要照顶拜风俗，甲现主席的相约啊风俗，是属了亲人底下离开世间的时阵，应该都和咱一段的时间底下来来悲伤。这个是咱大家会了解。In the Middle East, part of their culture of 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 mourning is is loud wails and beating of the breast. And tearing of one's clothes. In the Middle East, 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 in the Middle Now, for many of us, it seems to be such an uncaring and even unreasonable command. 对咱来讲，咱觉得说这个命令是真无合理的，真无关心的。If you were Aaron, if you are、uh, Eliezer and Ithamar, it, it would have been hard to hold back your sorrow as you grieve. 当你那是耶稣，你那是阿伦，还是你是伊塔玛，还是你是伊利亚撒，别和你底下强强动力，别安尼啊表表达你的悲伤，这个唔再是话困难呢。But remember that Nadab and Abihu disobeyed and they dishonored God. 但是咱对记得说，拿达甲阿比乌底下违背上帝，甚至无尊敬上帝。And they are being held accountable. 天主是因着底下来呼应的决定。And the command against mourning. Was critical. Ah, this this kind of commandment, say, "Con kimchi in the air, be I." This is a really important one. It was making the point that nothing, not even a cherished loved one, is as important as God Himself. It's going to be for long. Can you say, "Boarding house, what kind of thing?" Simply, it's just the time to hear from people. It's not as important as God Himself. And to treat Him as holy. If Aaron and the other priests had mourned the deaths of Nadab and Abihu, it could have appeared that they did not accept God's judgment. Jesus, la unsun alun kap kita ay jesi tiya la uyti na tap kap Abihu la pi ay si tun. Tige ay holang utikwan ay sinsiak sa kong inkumpun bo jabsiu siyongte ay simpan. For people watching, it seems that they have greater sympathy for the sinner than they had. For God's holiness. When watching, it becomes like it becomes more touching. This is a sincere encouragement to God. It appears that their loyalty to their family is greater than their loyalty to God. And I think that that would lead to another. Judgment from him. So for their safety and for their well-being, they must obey. So is obedience really a matter of life and death? Consider with me this incident that happened in July of 1976. Let us look at this incident. Israeli commandos made a daring raid on an airport in Entebbe, Uganda. Jewish hostages were freed. Here, 一百空三个跩犹太人的人质啊，落尾得到逃亡
In less than 15 minutes, the soldiers killed all the kidnappers and set the captives free. As successful as the rescue was, however, three of the hostages were killed during the raid. You see, as the commandos entered the terminal, they shouted in Hebrew, Get down! Get down! The Jewish hostages heard, they understood, and they lay down on the ground. But the kidnappers who do not speak Hebrew were left standing and they were shot. But three of the hostages hesitated. Perhaps they wanted to see what's going on. Maybe they want to be a part of the action. We don't really know. But they did not follow the instruction. And because of that, they were shot. Had these three heeded, obeyed the soldier's command, they would have been alive. They would have been freed like the rest. In John chapter 10, verse 10, our Lord Jesus said, I have come that you may have life. In obedience, there is joy, there is life. In disobedience, though, there is sorrow, there is death. When God says to us, don't, first, He's reminding us that He is God. Also, when God tells us don't, He's protecting us from harm. Finally, there's a third lesson. When God tells us, when God says to us don't, He's actually preparing us to do greater things. Would you look with us in verses 8 to 11? It began with these words, And the Lord spoke to Aaron, saying, Drink no wine or strong drink, you or your sons with you, when you go into the tent of meeting, lest you die. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations. Verse 10. You are to distinguish between the holy and the common, between the unclean and the clean. And verse 11. You are to teach the people of Israel all the statutes that the Lord has spoken to them by Moses. <laughs> Chengjiu 
龙舟、龙唔通啉，免得恁死亡。这要做恁世世代代永远的定例，和恁通将圣的、俗的、洁净的、无洁净的分别出来，佮和恁通将耶和华、加加摩西、小路、以色列人的一切律例教训因。It should be pointed out that this verse, verse eight to eleven. Is the only time in the whole book of Leviticus that it was said that God spoke directly to Aaron. That the 注意教说的全本这个利未记里面，只有这个第八章到十一章才记录说讲上帝直接会对亚伦讲话。And the fact that this is in the center section of this chapter, it all points out how important these words are for Aaron. 既然这个是占在这个全章里面的中心部分。The command is that those who are to engage in holy service must abstain from alcoholic beverages. This command is that those who are to engage in holy service must abstain from alcoholic beverages. Some scholars suggest that it is possible that Nadab and Abihu were drunk when they offered up. Unauthorized fire. We 改经家学者来讲，钦差当阿拿达甲阿比乌献欢喜时阵，钦差因去暂时醉酒。We all know too well the danger, the disaster caused by drunkenness. 咱大家拢知影，说讲当一个人醉酒的时阵，伊带来迄款的危险性是啥物 ？How many lives have been lost due to those who were robbed of their ability to think, to reason properly? 因为人无法通啊，想好势的时阵，无法通做对的决定的时阵，鬼路的性命已经失去了。This is too grave, too serious a risk, especially for those who are serving God. 特别是要让怀来专心咧侍奉上帝的时阵，在这个这款的情形是非常的危险的。By the way, I believe this warning is not just for alcoholic. Drinks. 顺便来讲，我相信这个命令啊，唔是单单只着怀有酒精而饮料。I think it includes all addictive substances and behavior and activities. 我相信这个是包括怀患啊，有吸掉、诶吸掉、诶物质，甲其什么款的活动。Anything that can control your mind and would prevent you from holy living and holy service must be avoided. 就是任何什么物件，凡那是会会会控制你的思想的，凡那是会吸掉你的，咱应该都得要避免这款的的工作。But the command to be mentally sound is not just so that they will not make mistakes. 但是这个命令说讲，爱咱有有一个真正啊清楚的思想，这个不是不是讲单单要让咱通啊不不会做唔对。More importantly, this command ensures that God's servant. Can carry out their calling properly. Ah, 更加重要啊！这个是要底下来保证，说讲上帝的仆人有法通啊，按好好的按照因的号召底下来尊敬出来。They are called to distinguish that which is holy and that which is not holy. 因为因受号召要分别什么是圣的，什么是俗的。They are to teach the people of Israel. 因底下要教导以色列的百姓。It is certain that someone who is under the influence of alcohol would be impaired to make distinctions accurately or teach correctly. Because, in fact, when this person is under the influence of alcohol, he is impaired to make distinctions accurately or teach correctly. Because, in fact, when this person is under the influence of alcohol, he is impaired to make distinctions accurately or teach correctly. Because, in fact
酒底下来影响的时阵，伊就无法当底下好好来教导，伊就无法当底下做对的分别。God's servants must always be sober and alert. 因为上帝的仆人应该要常常自守警醒 ，so that they can be ready to do the great things of God. 当可以，我当常常底下有备要为上帝来做更大嘅事。They can lead God's people. Into holiness. Tang ho in watan tuania xiong de pe si jin dip ye xiong get. What happens to those who disobey? Tao ti huai bo sun ho xiong de e hua sun xiemi dai ji. What happened to those whose desire is not to sanctify and glorify the Lord, but to promote themselves and be themselves important? Tao ti huai kung pun bo bo hi ge xiem yi dia be hian ya ho hua wei xiang. Then they cannot distinguish that which is holy and that which is unholy. Then they cannot teach God's people all that God commanded. They cannot do the greater things of God. Like Nadab and Abihu, they have offered up unauthorized fire for which God rejects. Since you Nadab and Abihu into the hands of one head to the Shongte so good. Just this past week, we heard a very heartbreaking announcement. Sarah Zacharias Davis, the chief executive officer of the Ravi Zacharias. International ministry and the eldest daughter of Rav, Ravi made this announcement. She said, in the wake of the sex scandal surrounding the late apologist Ravi Zacharias, effective immediately. We are in the process of taking down all of Ravi's teaching and writing content from our website, from all social media platforms, including publications and videos, and all other forms of content. So, we have to take Perhaps you too were blessed by Ravi Zacharias. But due to his indiscretions and past sins, all of Ravi Zacharias' teaching ministries and resources Will be removed. Ravi Zacharias will no longer be able to teach God's people. Ravi Zacharias, 
This morning, I began with President Duterte's punishing an errant ambassador with perpetual disqualification and forfeiture of retirement pension. Was it too harsh? The president is right, though, when he said there are rules to be followed. If you disobey, you take the risk. If something goes wrong, it's going to hit you. In the same way, there might be some of us who think that God's judgment on Nadab and Abihu was unjustly severe. How could a good and loving God strike down two priests just because they offered the wrong sacrifice? Those who think that God's judgment is too severe do not understand the seriousness of sin. Sin destroys. It destroys not only the one who sins, but others as well. Also, when one sins, Sinning, sinning becomes easier the next time. It becomes easier for us and it becomes easier to those who see a sin and thinks that they can get away with it. Before long, sin has proliferated and many people are being hurt by it. This is why God says to us, don't. In Leviticus, God invites us to share in His holiness. Now, we in ourselves, we can't do it. But when we put our trust in the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, God enables us through His Holy Spirit to obey. The Holy Spirit enables us to be holy as God is holy. When God says to us, don't, He's reminding us He is God. When God says don't, He's protecting us from harm. When God says don't, He is preparing us to do greater things. 
And may God help us to do just that this week. Let us pray. Sweden Amen. Amen.